Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Houston Fieldhouse in Troy, New York. The RPI engineers edged the Union Dutchman 2-1 in the ECAC hockey opener for both teams before a sellout crowd of 4,700 at Houston Fieldhouse. And it was a noisy crowd and a great crowd to see. And I hope the RPI fans who came tonight will keep coming back to this team deserves it. Uh, I know, you know the school did not allow off-campus fans to come to the games last year, and it was frustrating for them. And, of course, coming off the uh, canceled season in 2020-2021. Uh, but... Tonight, I think um, the fans saw a good product, and uh, they saw a victory. And the engineers are 1-0 in the ECAC hockey play with three points and 5-1 and on the season, while the Dutchmen lost their fourth straight and six of their last seven. So it's a little bit of a tough time for the Dutchmen as we uh, get into ECAC hockey play. Uh, we'll have interviews of uh, both sides in a few minutes, but let's talk about the goals. And it was really basically two mistakes that cost Union the game. Uh, with 8.31 left in the opening period, uh, RPI defenseman Kyle Halbauer had the puck at the right corner, or sorry, right point, and Owen Ferris uh, came down to get on top of him. And Ferris, you'll hear in the uh, post-game press conference, said he was trying to block the shot. Well, from where I sat here in the press box, it appeared he, he lost his balance, and uh, Halbauer took advantage of it, uh, skated around him, went to the slot, and uh, beat Connor Murphy to make it one nothing RPI. Then it was sort of a good play, bad play uh, resulted in RPI's second goal. Uh, Brandon, uh, Brendan uh, Buddy uh, sent a pass out to uh, Sutter Muzadi, and that's created a 2-1-1 with John Evans on the left side. And uh, John Prokop, the Union defense, was uh, defending on the play. Uh, Muzadi tried to get a pass over to Evans, and uh, Prokop got a piece of it with his skate, and uh, it appeared at that point he had control of the puck. But then he lost control, and uh, Evans picked it up and fired a shot past Murphy at uh, 4:23 to make it two to nothing. Uh, Union had a chance to tie it uh, uh, when Ferris, but Ferris, Owen Ferris was robbed on a great uh, two, feed from John Theodore and uh, Jack Watson, the RPI goaltender, made the save. And so I should say Chris Theodore, not John Theodore. My apologies. Uh, so. He got scored at that point there in the third period, remained 2 nothing. Union finally stepped out of a 160-minute, 35-goalless drought at 11:28 uh, of the third period when Ben Tupker redirected a Mason Snell pass as uh, Snell was skating behind the net to the left side of uh, of the net, and then he threw the puck out in front to Tupker, and he redirected it home to make it 2-1. to one. Uh, Connor Murphy was pulled for an extra attacker late in the game. However, the Dutchman could not get that tying goal, and RPI... What gets the victory, and they'll look for the sweep uh, tomorrow night at Houston. Uh, sorry, at uh, Mesa Rink, uh, game time 7 p.m. So let's hear from the, both sides. Let's start with the winning side, RPI, and here's our head coach, Dave Smith. Your observations tonight: you come out great atmosphere, and you, you pull out a 2-1 win. I mean, what's just general thoughts on the game? Well, I think um, tonight was a it was a gritty game. It was um, tight checking. The shots were. We're down. Um, really happy the way our compete. It wasn't the wasn't the same type type of game that we've been playing, which is uh, feel pretty good that we found a way to you know, come out on top of that. How important was it, you know, the two mistakes to take advantage of and put the puck in the back of the net there? Well, it, it, it's a game of mistakes. Um, you know, we were, you know, 
in the right spot to capitalize on those. And, you know, Johnny Evans with, with a great finish after a good scoring chance. So, I mean, it, it was it's a game of mistakes that we found, found too. You bring up John Evans. It felt like he was in a good position all night to make plays. I mean, have you been seeing that all year from him? And is it our first time kind of getting the chance to see that in the sense of him being every in the play, every every play, and generating chances? Yeah, tonight was a um, a tougher a tougher night for them. Um, a different kind of game, right? That we haven't had that style of game. And what you see out of him, he's not the biggest guy, but he's he's got a tremendous IQ. He's got a great stick. And he finds space, so he's been doing that, um, you know, consistently. But he's still learning. He's still learning, and he's learning fast and learning a lot. But it's uh, great when you have the tools that he has to to be able to apply him in a game and get a huge goal. Come out tonight out of the locker room and see this place packed with fans. How much excitement? How thrilled were you to see this many people, the place sold out? Yeah, the, the buzz on sort of the attendance started. Uh, you know, midweek, maybe Wednesday, you start hearing what the number is, and um, our guys were nervous. Our guys, I, I thought, played really nervous in the first period. Our energy has been really good all year, and it was good in the first, but um, we hadn't seen it, and we have a lot of guys in our team that have only heard about this type of an environment, and um, I, I thought it was great. It's so nice to see everybody back, and the energy and the buzz was outstanding. The first goal maybe settled things down then? Uh, I, I didn't, didn't actually think we settled down until the start of the second period. Um, you know, I thought we were doing good things, but our energy and our compete and enough fundamentals got us uh, got us through that first. Coach, when you say different, um, slower, more physical, how was it different than, than prior games? Yeah, just the the space the space that was available was was different. Yeah, I thought Union did a really good job staying on top of us and and checking in all three zones. I thought they got a lot of first touches, which we've been doing very well in touching the first puck. The first puck and dictating the flow tonight. I thought Union, you know, was, was really good at that. Slight advantage in the faceoff from that, according to our numbers. Um, do you think if that is different, it's an easier game for your guys in terms of puck possession and less of that gritty battle you were talking about? Well, uh, I'll break that into two parts. I want to be better in faceoffs, um, and it does make a difference. But um, I don't think it would have changed. You know, it, it changes the beginning possession. I, I just thought that um, both teams checked very well. It, it wasn't an easy flow game where there's lots of space and tons of chances. There's still chances, but I thought both teams checked really well. So it, if you get the puck off a faceoff, that is to your advantage. What do you have to do tomorrow night to get the sweep? Well, we're going to, again, they're going to have energy at home. You know, if, if we fed off this crowd, they're going to feed off their crowd a little bit. So we're going to have to, you know, bring the same type of energy and enthusiasm and capitalize on our chances. I mean, that's, I think, the difference in the game tonight. Coach, when you hit a crossbar and then and a horn goes off and then you immediately take a penalty, how important, we talked about capitalizing on their mistakes, but how important is it to not let your own mistakes kind of snowball? And in that case, you didn't. You guys were able to kill off a penalty and keep things as they were. It, it's actually a real, it's a real important moment, that moment, but also these pressure moments in the game where if you if you underreact or overreact, bad things can happen. And it's the same. Like I thought tonight, we actually closed the game out pretty well. Union had a good push. You know, we got sticks on pucks. We did some real good things. Um, 
but we didn't overreact. And, and, and I think on some of those moments, the scoring chance, bang, bang, penalties, like, okay. And then we had a huge penalty kill, right? And we had some power play. We worked to get the momentum back. And I think that's what we're trying to get this team to understand are those momentum moments. But it goes also from game to game, from period to period. So I think it's a really important growth topic for this, for this group. Up next is the man who scored the game-winning goal for RPI, John Evans. Observations on your first uh, Union RPI matchup and the atmosphere tonight? Yeah, obviously uh, it's my first experience and uh, it couldn't have gone any better. I think uh, it's something that we all look forward to uh, every single year and uh, for us to come out on top uh, and the crowd be uh, super loud. It was super, super fun. Talk about the goal there. I mean, it's, you know, Prokop makes a nice play to break up the two-on-one and then seemingly in control and then it's also it's a turnover and you put it in the back of the net. Yeah, I, uh, the two-on-one obviously didn't work out there, and then uh, uh, kind of a kind of a weird play, and uh, Muzz uh, uh, kind of hit a stick there, and it bounced to me, and uh, I was kind of uh, walking in with no one around me, and I uh, just picked my spot. Did you feel good today? I felt like in that first period, you had a turnover that you generated an odd man rush, and you got a shot off. I felt like you were kind of rolling and clicking. You yeah, I think uh, so far this year our line's been generating and it just hasn't been going in. And I think uh, these past few games uh, we found the back of the net. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just feeling good. And each game I'm, uh, I think I'm improving. How was it nice to uh, hold on there as the Union was swarming to try to get that tying goal? Yeah, I think uh, we played well defensively. Uh, I think they had a lot of time in possession, but we lim- limited them to the outside. Uh, and it was nice, obviously, to get the win uh, in a tight game like that. Now up is uh, RPI defenseman Kyle Halbauer. He'll talk about his uh, first goal of the season. Take us to your goal and kind of what it meant to, to get off on the right note tonight with a big crowd here behind you. Uh, well, I mean, I think their guy just winged it without looking right to me, and I was just trying to find a lane to the net. And then when I looked up, uh, their guy was way out of position, and I went to the middle of the ice and just tried to shoot for legs and Unfortunately, it went in. <laughs> did it look like he slipped? Because if he, said he was saying he was trying to block the shot. But I mean, but, but what, did you, what did you see? Uh, I'm not really sure. I was just trying to handle the puck at that point. Um, I think I was trying to make a move to the outside, and then uh, I looked up, and he was just somewhere else. So, so I skated to the middle and just ripped the shot. I feel like the offense really transitioned to the neutral zone. It really didn't spend a lot of time. When you guys had the puck, you were getting in the zone. Did it feel like that for you guys today, too, where it just felt like... The puck was getting in there, and then you're able to work with it. Yeah, that's what our team preaches all the time. I mean, quick transition, and then have them in their zone. That's all we want to do. Um, I think we did that pretty well. We're, we uh, we still could be better, though. I mean, we have another game tomorrow, and hopefully, we'll be better. Sean, you guys blocked 21 shots. Is that the kind of energy and just kind of mentality you need to play with in order to win games in the ECAC? Absolutely. Like you said, it's uh, ECAC, and I mean, it's a gritty game. I mean. Uh, Every game is going to be like that, and hopefully uh, we can block enough shots to the point where we can win. What do you have to do tomorrow night to get the sweep? Uh, we're going to come out a little bit a little bit harder than we did today um, and just keep the pressure on. I mean, I think they got flustered when we were, we were uh, in their zone, and I think uh, we capitalized on some chances that they gave up. We haven't really seen the field house like this in a while. It felt like since you're maybe freshman or sophomore year, and fans are at a full year back. How did that feel? Did it feel good or weird kind of in a sense to have that many people to play in front of? Uh, it didn't feel good. It felt really good. I mean, amazing. Um, there's nothing better than when the curtains come down and that the, the, the seats in the, in the corner are packed. And I mean, so, some of the people over there can't even see it. So it's like, wow, you're, you're still paying for a ticket and watching the guys. 
RPI goaltender Jack Watson made 23 saves in the game, and here's what he had to say post-game. Something about that save in the third period, the centering pass goes through, and how did it work out? How did it look from your eyes? Uh, I mean, in all honesty, I got pretty lucky on that play. I think a good portion of the net was pretty open there, but you know, you extend a little bit, you get a little lucky, and you take it and move on. Did you get a, it on a stick? It was a leg, yeah. Yeah, how, how important is this win tonight? You know, as we were talking earlier about the crowd here, you know, for, for you it's the first time obviously playing in front of many people at home. What, what, was, what was it like for you on the ice to hear that crowd? Uh, it was a lot of fun. I, a lot of guys have been waiting a few years to play in front of a packed uh, field house, so it was uh, really special to get a win for them tonight. They were really hungry out there. They were really getting on top of you for some of those plays. Is that good? What's that get like for you and kind of in your headspace? Because you obviously can't just stand up and use a club. I mean, what's it that mentality like when you're getting hammered and you have to kind of stay focused at all times? Uh, like you said, you, you don't you don't let it get to you. Don't let it get to your head. Um, sometimes you got to push back. Um, you know, take your space out there. So, but you got to stay level. You can't let it rattle you. What do you got to do tomorrow night to get the sweep? We're just gonna play our game. That's all it is. Now let's go over to the Union side. We'll begin with their head coach, Josh Halji, uh, his first chance to p- participate in the Union RPI rivalry. Josh, I mean, it just came down to two mistakes uh, with those goals. I mean, Owen lost his balance in the first one, and Prokop makes a nice play to break up the two-on-one, but then loses control of the puck. I mean, how, how tough is that to, to swallow? I mean, it's, it's the way the game works. There's breaks and opportunities. They finish when we made a mistake. We had some opportunities to finish, and uh, you know we didn't. Um, I thought we have to, you know, get a little bit more, to, or get more, a few more guys to the net if we want to be successful. I think that's it's hard to score in this league, and um, I think we're learning that lesson. Is it a byproduct of me trying to tighten your game up defensively? You're so worried about that that the guys are maybe thinking more defensively, and you know they don't want to have a couple of games like they did last week. I think it's just about playing the right way, and our guys are learning that process. And um, yeah, maybe maybe they're focused on the defensive habits, but um, I still thought we generated enough to win. We just didn't finish. Coach, I thought you guys had good urgency in the last couple minutes there. Like you said, you just couldn't finish. Were you pleased with the way they you know tried to get that time goal? I thought the guys gave a great effort. Um, you know, it's you're never pleased if you don't finish the job, but. Um, we're learning, and it's a step-by-step process, and um, we're not going to look at the results. We're going to look at the process, and I thought we took a good step today, especially in the third period. How much relief did you get uh, when Tupker scored there? I mean, it was over 160 minutes since you last scored a goal. I hadn't even really, I guess, <laughs> I didn't have the, the counter going on. Um, I, I think we were trying to get to the net. Um, I thought we had a couple, you know, unbelievable opportunities that we just didn't finish on, and um, I mean that was the difference. There was one there where Watson made an incredible save uh, on, the, on the backside there. Yeah, Nixon made a great pass, and um, you know we had the net, and just again he he got his leg out there, and we just didn't finish on it. Slight face-off advantage in that one. Too. Are you hoping? With that advantage, usually more chances are going to come from that. Yeah, I think we want to be a puck possession team, and that's that first battle. Uh, we talked about winning, you know, one-on-one battles this week in practice. I thought we we took a good step that way this this week or last night or today. How would you assess the, the play tonight as opposed to what happened last week? And were you, you pleased, and even so lost, you pleased that they, you know, played better defensively, and you, you killed the two power plays that RPI had. You know, I thought last weekend, 
you know, it was a little bit of us just not being prepared for a really heavy, heavy hockey team that's, that's really talented. And um, I, I thought this week we were pre- prepared for a hard, hard hockey team and a hard hockey game. So I thought the guys took a good step. Um, again, never pleased with the loss, but um, thought the effort was, was there. We just didn't make enough plays to win. What do you have to do tomorrow night to uh, split the series? I think just continue to get to the net. Um, you know, we, we're looking to make a few too many cute plays. Like, we got to get some off of shin pads and off of, you know, tips and sticks. So, um, and then just, you know, continue to manage the puck. Up next is Ben Tupper, whose uh, goal, as I said earlier, snapped uh, Union's 160-minute, 35-goalless drought. Uh, they had scored just one goal last weekend uh, in the two games against UMass. Talk about your goal. What um, play, nice play, setup with right redirection? Yeah, I mean, the whole shift, I think we uh, dominated down low and won our battles, which was uh, key for us. And Snell made a great play coming down the wall, and he just found me, and it happened to go in. So, yeah, it was a great play by those guys all around. How much relief was that? Because you guys had gone almost 160, uh, over 160 minutes without a goal. I mean, were you guys pressing to try to get one cause, you know, after you know, not scoring since uh, last Friday's game? Yeah, there wasn't uh, anything necessarily that we needed to change. We know what our strengths are as a team, and being around the net is one of them. So um, we felt like we did a good job throughout the full 60 there of doing that, and that one just happened to go in. So uh, we just need to keep you in there. Were you guys focusing a lot on defense? Maybe that's why maybe sometimes you weren't you were getting some chances, but maybe not enough to offensive chances. Was it, was it you know, a lot of focus on the defensive play after what happened last weekend? Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily. I think that, uh, you know, we have some great skaters as these, so we never want them to uh, hold back offensively. So I think that as long as they keep making plays but they're responsible, um, you know, going back the other way, then I think that we're happy with what they're doing. So there isn't anything that we need them to change. They've been doing great all year, so we just need to keep uh, sticking to the strengths and doing what they do best. What do you have to do to earn a split of the series? Uh, we just need to, like I said, just play to our strengths. I think that we need to uh, be strong at both net fronts and, and manage the puck and, and you know, swarm as a unit of five. When we're down low and, and we're winning our battles like we know that we can, I think that uh, we're a really effective and dangerous hockey team. So that's just what we have to do tomorrow, and we all know that. Defenseman John Prokop comes up next, and he'll explain what happened on that play that led to the John Evans goal. John, sort of a good play, bad play situation. What happened to you? You broke up the two-on-one, and then what happened after that? Because it looked like you had control of the puck, and then uh, maybe they got a stick on you. Yeah, I had it in my skates. I read the pass pretty well, and when I kicked it up to my stick, I looked up to make a pass, and I kind of just fanned on it, so that was on me, and I let Murph off to dry right there, so that was pretty tough. How, yeah, how tough was that? I mean, basically you know, two mistakes, and that, that ended up in the back end. I mean, how... You know, frustrating is that because I mean, it was a, it looked like a much better defensive effort tonight than what you had last weekend at UMass. Yeah, we were great defensively tonight. And of course, the two mistakes, the bad ones, end up in the back of our net. And uh, without those, obviously, it's a zero-zero hockey game. So tomorrow, I mean, we don't change the way we play. I thought we played well tonight, and without the mistakes, I think we win that hockey game. So how important is it? I mean, I don't know I'm not really much time to have. How much importance is it to, to correct, correct those mistakes heading into uh, tomorrow night's game? Uh, I think it's. I mean, obviously it's very important to correct any mistake. I mean, we're a growing team. We're pretty young. And uh, going into tomorrow, I think we have a lot of confidence in that third period, too. Uh, we thought we were going to win that one, and it didn't turn out our way, but we set a tone for tomorrow night, especially going back home to face these guys. Finally, it's forward Owen Ferris. He'll talk about the play that led to the uh, Kyle Halbauer goal there midway through the first period. Let me ask you, what happened on that play that you come out to challenge Hallbauer at the point there, and you lost uh, your balance. No, no, I went down for a block of shot. Okay. I mean, you, you go to take the lane away. Yeah. 
you go, you know, I'm only so big as I am, so take away what I think, like things like 98% of it, but, you know, fuck went and found a way to get through, and, you know, I talked to Murph about it, about the balance between screening him and, and going to block a shot, and we agreed that that was the right thing to do, so it's one of those where, you know, most of the times I get down there and block it, and that one had eyes and got through, so. Uh, was this a better defensive effort, even though it's a loss, um, because of you know, with what happened last weekend at UMass? Um, I think it was a more complete game. I think from our standpoint, like you can sit back and just play defense, but no one wants to do that. It's about maintaining a puck and putting yourself in good situations. Like if you look at their two goals, a puck that squeaks through a point on a point shot and a broken stick that leads to a broken play, like you know, those are hockey things that are going to happen versus, you know, turning pucks over and giving free chances. So I felt like we controlled their opportunities and didn't give them much, and unfortunately there was two that went in, and we only got our one on the other side. Was there a sense of relief that, that you finally scored after over 160 minutes of not scoring? Um, I don't like to think about it like that. I think that, you know, we're a team that is going to win hard games, and that's how we're going to have to win. And I think that showed that, you know, we didn't get it done tonight, unfortunately. Um, you can't look at the past. You can't look at playing UMass last weekend. Like, we walked into this with a fresh slate. Uh, I thought we put ourselves in a good chance, and uh, we're going to get them tomorrow. Looking around ECAC hockey on Friday night, uh, there was one other conference game, uh, Harvard and Dartmouth, in their traditional uh, opener on the uh, first night of uh, ECAC hockey play. Harvard came away with a 5-2 victory. Uh, some non-league contests. Uh, Vermont went to uh, Colgate and took a 2-1 victory. Uh, Michigan Tech shut out St. Lawrence 6-0. Clarkson edged Lake Superior State 4-3 on the road. And uh, Minnesota Duluth with a home ice 3-2 victory over Cornell. That's Cornell's first game of the season. Well, Union RPL will be back at it Saturday night, 7 o'clock at Messer Inc. Expect another raucous crowd. Smaller, obviously, with uh, the smaller capacity at RPI, but nonetheless, it'll be noisy there just as well. And Union will try to get the split of the series and uh, try to at least get off to a one-on-one start in ECAC hockey play. If you have questions or comments about uh, college hockey and Union hockey or RPI hockey, you can email them to me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed in the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you Saturday night from Messer Rink. From Houston Fieldhouse in Troy, New York, good night, good hockey.